When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, hey, it's showtime here. PHNX Cardinals podcast, your premier Arizona Cardinal podcast. Like and subscribe. Leave us a five star wherever you get your programming. If you've joined us from the Suns podcast, yes, Chris Paul has been released. We're still here, though, rocking and rolling. It's Bo Brock. It's Johnny Venerable. OTAs for the Arizona Cardinals well underway. Mr. Bo Brock, you are at the facility in Tempe, as you've been every day during OTAs, with the presumed now wide receiver one for the Arizona Cardinals in Hollywood Brown, making his return from a little birthday vacay celebration, much deserved. But now everybody wants to know, is the ex-Raven poised to take the baton from one DeAndre Hopkins as wide receiver one for the Arizona Cardinals? I think it's a definitive yes. I mean, I don't think that there's anybody that uh, can kind of take the baton and kind of hit the ground running outside of Hollywood Brown. I think there's question marks surrounding the rest of the receiving core. Sure, it's still a talented room without D-Hop, but as far as, you know, who could could really fill that role who could play maybe run multiple route trees for this Arizona Cardinals team in Drew Petzing's offense and kind of play that Amari Cooper from the Browns in 2022 it's Hollywood Brown and I think he's saying all the right things we got a chance to catch up with Marquise today we talked to him and he just seems like he's locked in he really yeah. is he's he's not you know it doesn't seem like he's letting the contract thing get to him He's focused on having the best season he can possibly have because he knows that this organization probably isn't within the mindset of, hey, we're going to commit a bunch of guaranteed dollars to anybody and not just, you know, a wide receiver. Uh, and we need to see what we've got as far as a guy that the former regime spent a first round pick on to trade for. And, uh, you know, they saw a solid start out of the gates from Hollywood Brown, but they we've, we've yet to see the complete season, you know, one uh, part of that problem was playing with the Ravens, right? Where he was playing in a run heavy offense with Lamar Jackson. Uh, and then the next was, you know, he had the foot injury, unfortunately, last year. So I think we we have a chance to see the complete package from a guy like Marquise Hollywood Brown in 2023, something we were robbed of when he came out of gate so strong. I mean, those first six games, Johnny, he was a guy that was uh, tops in the league as far as, you know, targets in, in receptions. Yeah, and his separation was there, and and yeah. it was there. I would say, despite you know an offense that was lacking creativity from Cliff Kingsbury and company, going so much east and west. We talked about it on yesterday's show, but it bears repeating: it's over 700 yards last year in 12 games. Easily would have eclipsed a thousand yards had he been healthy. He wants to come back and prove to this regime he's worth investing in. He's been in every single step of the way during this off the field process. It's not like Buddha. Or to some degree, you know, DeAndre Hopkins, where those guys were upset about money, about contracts, about, you know, the fact this team may not win a ton this year. This is Hollywood. This would pose to be Hollywood Brown's first real extension, first real taste at money at the NFL level. And he knows like, okay, I'm not going to complain 
I'm not going to go out and say, well, I don't have Kyler Murray, so I can't get my numbers, and we're not going to be very good, so trade me or get, get, you know, pay me now. He's coming in and saying, I'll, I'll play with Colt McCoy. I'll play with Clayton Toon until yeah. K1 comes back, and I'll produce, and I believe that. I, I honestly think he feels like he can go out and have, to your point, a number one receiving season because, frankly, there aren't a ton of options right now. As high as we are <laughs> on Michael Wilson, yeah. we've got realistic expectations. It's a long way to go for the Stanford product. And then everybody else is just, I don't want to say like it's a gimmick with, with Rondell Moore. We're going to talk about him in a little bit, but like what's, what's the cadence in terms of like Rondell Moore's slandery, usage, what you just said, usage or Very target. Slandery. Like, Hollywood Brown is a every down starting wide receiver yeah. in the NFL. Is there anybody else in the receiving core right now, whether it be Dorch or Rondell or Zach Pascal that you can definitively say that I would say of all those guys, I would feel most comfortable with Greg Dorch, but he's got to prove it here in a, in a second year with the Arizona Cardinals. And I think he will, because I think he's that talented, but for me, it's just Hollywood's going to get force fed the ball. Amari yeah. Cooper had, I think it was top five to seven in targets last year, uh, almost 1200 yards in Cleveland. That's the, that's the Drew Petzing offense now. And he is, he is unchallenged. I will repeat unchallenged, and I would imagine will rarely come off the field unless it's obvious rundown scenarios and you have to have stout run blocking wide receivers at hand. But to me, like, yeah, I'll slander Rondell Moore. I, I don't I don't think he's an ever down receiver. I think he's a little bit of a gimmicky player. I think his size hurts him. Whereas like Hollywood, productive at the collegiate level, came to the Ravens, productive with the Ravens, was productive last year before the fluke injury. I expect easily eyes closed next year. 1100 yards I'm, I'm gonna put a stamp on it right now i think he gets well over a thousand for the arizona cardinals yeah and i see everybody killing it in chat we'll get to some of those chats uh but you know we talked to marquise and him basically being the successor to d hop is wide receiver one yeah. you know when we talk to him today and all, and all the other things all the noise uh as far as that surrounds him going into the first year under a new regime and, and trying to really kind of make a name for yourself and, and solidify yourself and, and have Monty Austin Fort want to sign you to an extension. You know, it doesn't seem like Hollywood Brown is buying into that. We had uh, Hollywood Brown kind of talk about what those expectations are and, you know, him playing beyond, you know, the, the DeAndre Hopkins era in this Arizona Cardinals offense. Here's Hollywood on, on D-Hop. For me, I mean, I'm always working to be the best on the field no matter what. Uh, so for me, I was just, you know, working, uh, wanting him to be here. But, you know, he's not, and I know he's going to do great things for wherever he goes. But for me, you know, my, my thinking process and my role, how I see myself hasn't changed. You know, and that parlayed into the question about the contract and, you know, his mindset doesn't change then or this or that. And he's very similar and even the same even kill guy that was the guy talking to us after the trade happened, you know, in the in the 2022 draft. So I think that he's got the correct mindset and it's just a matter of, of the opportunities. And, you know, who's going to get him the football? I, I think that, you know, Colt McCoy certainly has the the as far as the the mental awareness and between the ears to get him the ball and get the ball in the playmaker's hands. But like, as far as the arm strength necessary to make all the throws to, to utilize a guy like Hollywood Brown, you know, JG told us today that, you know, when they were preparing to face the Cardinals back in week five, uh, that his defenders, it, it was a unique challenge because of what Keith does as far as his releases. Like some guys just have like, 
one, maybe two, three releases. He's got like four to five different route releases that it's tough to kind of prepare for as a cornerback. Like he's a student of the game. He's absolutely, he's, he's so talented athletically. And of course, blessed with that next level speed, that elite speed, but also as far as precise route runner, he's got that. And uh, he's, now he's just got to put it all together. He's got to debunk still some narrative that followed him from Baltimore that he didn't have the ability to debunk because he didn't have the luxury of a full season playing, didn't have a full season with his quarterback, his number one quarterback. Uh, now, you know, I, he, he's going into the season like without Kyler, but you know, still has the opportunity uh, to not have to give up many of the balls going his way and, and get a, a, a lion's share of the targets uh, out of the gates, regardless who's throwing him the football. Yeah, he just turned 26. Actually, his birthday, I think, is today. Um, and 26 years old, 5'10", 170 pounds. But I, I'm of the mindset, like, I think you could get him on a deal where you're going to get the best NFL production from him in his second contract. I, I think he has scratched the surface bull Brock of what he can do at this level, roughly 12 yards per catch during his NFL career last year, a career low 10 and a half yards per catch. But again, barely a thousand yards the year before, but that was with Tyler Hundley playing a, a large stretch of that season. I'm sure he mm -hmm. thinks to himself, well, if I get 17 games of Kyler Murray, in this offense, I can be a consistent 1,200-yard receiver in today's NFL, and I would agree with that. I think the touchdowns are a little bit overrated for Hollywood Brown because of his size, um, and I think you're looking at Trey McBride and Zach Ertz and maybe Michael Wilson, Zach Pascal with their size to be able to help you in the red zone. I Where Hollywood Brown helps this team is between the 20s, and he was great at that last year before he went down. Um, I'm bullish on him. I I I like I was one of the few people that was adamant that I thought that was the right move in last year's draft. I stand by that, even though you know they could have had a certain center, they could have had a certain you know running back later in the draft. They they took a chance on a kid to come in and play at a high level, and they missed out on Johan Dotson because he went ahead of him. They missed out on a bunch of those wideouts, Garrett Williams, Wilson, and company. So to me, it doesn't it, it didn't bother me at the time. I thought that draft was was high on receivers they were all gone by pick 23 so steve kime gets blamed for a lot of things i liked the move to acquire hollywood brown i thought the cardinals needed to be more all in with kyler murray during the kime years and another pick during the kime years bo brock was rondell moore the second rounder two years ago out of purdue you had an opportunity to speak with rondell moore today and yeah. i think i'm of the mindset with rondell moore fair or not that I was with Hassan Reddick a couple of years ago going into his last year. And I know Rondell's got two years left, but it's just like whatever you get from Rondell Moore this year, I feel like is a bonus. You just can't count on him. And if he surprises you and he surprises everybody else on Sunday, that's great. But I just, for me, the hardest thing to wrap my arms around as an NFL fan is, yeah, he's talented, but he gets hurt all the time. He's not available. Yeah. I think that's that's more frustrating than a guy who may be below average, but he's out there. He's competing. He's trying. Rondell Moore, I mean, he's spent too much time on, in the medical room, in the trainer's room, right? To the point where you're just like, can you give this guy valuable reps? And I'm sure based on your conversation today with the rest of the media, he hears that narrative. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he absolutely does. I don't think it's anything that he's running from. I, mean, I think he he even made sure to kind of come back and, and answer the, the question and, and go in depth. Uh, we even heard from Jonathan Gannon as far yeah. as Rondell Moore and, and what they're doing and how the, the training staff is approaching Rondell Moore. And it's a new approach. And Rondell going into his third season is open-minded to it. And we yeah. talked to Rondell. And this is what he and JG had to say about his health. 
think on a larger scale of things, it's all the same. <laughs> but uh, I mean, specifically, I obviously had the the uh, two uh, grown pairs, um, obviously with the pinky. But you know, other than that, man, just trying to work on being mobile as, as opposed to so much strength. Um, you know that I you know, came from college with. So again, man, just trying to be um, mobile and. and you know, just continue to take care of my body, man, and trust what I believe in and continue to stick to the script. And if things don't work out, I know I did everything in my power to make sure it did. You know, Rondell, I think, has done a really good job of taking to that. Hey, this is why we're doing these things with you to prevent some of these things or help you out a little bit. And he has bought into that process as, as well. So those guys know they got five buckets that they got to maximize themselves, and that's one of the buckets that they have to maximize themselves off the field. Uh, because we need everybody in that locker room out on the field. Yeah, I mean, the five buckets now, JG wouldn't tell us what the other four buckets were. He says that some of the stuff has to remain, you know, behind the scenes and people are going to have to figure it out for themselves. But, you know, Rondell Moore, it, it's been, t- he mentioned like, and he told us this on Radio Row at the Super Bowl this year that he, it wasn't just, you know, one part of his groin, he had two surgeries on his groin. He had the pinky where it was looking all gnarly on Instagram. Right. So that was just a freak accident. And then, you know, the hamstring injury. Uh, he had a previous hamstring injury mixed in there. I believe you had like an ankle injury his rookie year. And it's limited to him. And that's that's the biggest knock because, as I mentioned yesterday, when we were looking at guys who were viable fantasy options for the Arizona Cardinals, like his final three games, he was finding his stride. He was a guy that was averaging eight catches per game for 85 yards and and really making and becoming a problem for opposing defenses. But it's really fascinating to hear from from when we talk to DJ Humphreys today, when we talk to Rondell Moore, when we hear the guys talking about Kyler Murray, there's there's a difference between last year's training staff that w- couldn't keep anybody healthy. Now, uh, it's going to a lot's going to be determined during the season if they can keep guys healthy, but there's different philosophies there and different approaches where JG came from Philly, which was one of the healthiest teams all last year. Can it translate here? Guys are certainly buying in early on. Well, we know via sources that Gannon has already changed the nutrition staff in terms of what they're serving to the players. I don't know if they fired people, but they've completely redone the nutrition program with the Arizona Cardinals. That was one of Gannon's first things that he, I mean, look at Gannon himself. He's in phenomenal shape. Um, he's going out at the combine and working out with Drew Petsine and yeah. Nick Rallis. Like, what the hey, crack it on Kingsbury, like beach muscles got to get the right the abs for the poolside. It's, it's right. more like <laughs> these are, it, these- it's like me. That's like Cliff was, you know, Cliff and I, we don't share a lot of similarities, but we're both all about like that. When I exercise, when I yeah. lift weights, it's purely cosmetic. It doesn't yeah. serve a purpose outside of putting on a t-shirt. Right. Whereas right. like, Gannon, we want to be constructive with our I'm workouts. like Gannon. It's more like functionality and, and just being strong for this earth and, and, that's, and that's fun, this world. That's funny that you think that. What else is funny, uh, or excuse me, not funny? Uh, Rondell Moore played eight games last year. Yeah. He played eight games. Um, and he hasn't been healthy since 2018. Now, two things can be true. He's an injured player, and he was injured in college, so you're injured in the pros. His usage under Cliff Kingsbury was malpractice it was horrendous it was awful it was a gimmick player and i'm not surprised he got hurt because it was like let's play the screen game where this i mean rondell moore and i are the same height now he's a much bigger more athletic human being clearly but we're at this super bowl week he and i are the same height so you're taking a five six and a half individual 
and throwing jet screens at him about four or five times a game or giving him like three little three yard little dump offs. And these huge defensive linemen, these linebackers are just teeing off against this poor right. guy. That's where I'll defend Rondell Moore. His usage is it should be let's move him around and let's get him down the field because I was at State Farm Stadium the day he torched the Vikings in the second game. It was one of the greatest plays of the season. He's got phenomenal speed. We just got done talking about Hollywood's Brown speed. I mean, they're very comparable. But yeah. they they looked at Rondell Moore and they were like, man, you're so compact. You're like Ray Rice combined with Steve Smith, and we can use you at the line of scrimmage. That's a bit of failure. That's an abject failure. Yeah. And so everybody wants to talk about JG doing shots downfield and joking about that clip, but that's what they should be doing. Because yeah. what the opposite of that is, is you're getting this little guy hurt every Sunday. Explosives. Right. We want to be explosive. <laughs> and then if that does, it's like the Isaiah Simmons thing, like, we're going to try a full time at safety. And you've got a yeah. defensive savant safety head coach. If that doesn't work, nothing will. They're going to transition Rondell, I believe, to a downfield threat. And if that doesn't work and he can't stay healthy, then it's not meant to be. He said it as such in that clip. It was he very did. like self-expression He's... is just I if I'm I'm doing everything I can. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. That's about as honest as you can get, Bo Brock. Yeah, and it, it, it's you know some harsh truth and harsh reality, right? But I, I completely agree. I mean, you're giving the ball to a guy either at the line of scrimmage or before the line of scrimmage. You look mm -hmm. at where he was getting the ball his rookie year, it was almost like negative, like his his catch. And then his yak was so high because he was getting the ball basically at the line of scrimmage. And then you're asking a guy who's had these tissue issues, right, yeah. with, with his hamstrings and, and you know, it, his groin. And you're asking him not only to have to, like, make all the moves down the field, but he also has to catch the ball and then go east and west and then go north and south. It's like, yeah. what what are we doing here? And also just take hits. It's like, it's not Debo Samuel who's got all that 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 running back size. He's 5'7". So uh, I, I hope, you know, Drew Petzing understands, you there know, you that that's not going to be um, something that's going to keep Rondell Moore on the field. And I think he does. And, and when you look to where he was successful last year, like the 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 glimpses, the cup of coffee of, of Rondell Moore that we, we usually get, right? Uh, and, and we want a, a larger sample size, more of like thermos than just like a, maybe an espresso shot, um, that it was it, we saw more down the field last yeah. year. And, and it was refreshing, but then it was short-lived. So they need to figure it out. Uh, it was good to hear from Rondell Moore. He, he was breaking down, you know, the offense, and then he was also breaking down his, his, the trials that he's faced in his NFL career. Same thing with Mark with Hollywood Brown, and, and then DJ Humphreys is always unbelievable to hear from, uh, and we'll hear from later uh, talking about his quarterback and talking about his own journey uh, off the football field and getting back on the football field potentially as the Arizona Cardinals starting left tackle. He was out there for the first time all offseason long. We'll get into that conversation. Yeah, if you're betting on Calvin Beachum being a starter, maybe think again and rethink your bet. And speaking of bets, our friends at BetMGM are asking you, call your shot because we've teamed up with BetMGM Sportsbook this season. We're going to be at the Great Lawn at State Farm Stadium every single Sunday during football season, home and away. And we're going to be hanging out using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks. We'll have special offers for our listeners each and every week, including every Saturday and Wednesday. You can claim your bonus bet on the house. Fans are going to receive a bonus automatically upon logging into their account, but the bet does expire after 72 hours, so do not wait. Bonus bets can only be used on any sports wager. Again, Knockout Nights Cornhole League. Hello, June through August. It continues specials, giveaways, 
Bet MGM prizes. Bo and I were there last Friday having a great time. I had a huge stack of nachos. I'm going to say it right now. Bet MGM Sportsbook, Great Lawn, my favorite nachos in the Valley. Yeah, I said it. And if you haven't said it or heard about it, sign up with Bet MGM, the sports app. Use that bonus code PHNX. Now, there's a few different offers depending on where you live. But for our friends, folks in Arizona, you're going to get up to $100 in bonus bets on your first wager with Bet MGM. Again, sweet, sweet bonus code PHNX. Check out the show notes for full details. And now listen to our guy, Shane Diefenbach, talk about it in the disclaimer. Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. If we all love Four Peaks, every single one of us in the chat, like you'd love to get out there to H, H Street and Tempe, enjoy the and fantastic beer that they have on tap, get down there, enjoy the great food that they have, the entrees, the appetizers, the desserts, the daily specials that they always have going on. Oh, they're always checking and mixing it up as far as what kind of brews they're brewing. Like they've got the beat, the heat, latest summer special temperatures at 104 degrees. You can get pints that are four bucks. Also, you have the uh, Teacher Tuesdays where They've got $4 core four pints where you can get like the delicious kilt lifter and hop knots and stuff for $4. And you can thank a teacher uh, by hanging out at Four Peaks. And, and you just got to find out about it. You got to be part of the 40,000 people following them on social media. They got the thank a teacher uh, deal going on, promotion going on. Plus, they've got a chance for you to win four tickets to an upcoming Diamondbacks game. You get four tickets. You get D-Bucks that you can spend on beer and food. And it's all thanks to our friends at Four Peaks. You can enter to win. All you have to do is follow them on Instagram and click the link in the bio. But also you can go out there, check out, you know, game three of the NBA Finals at the brewery there in Tempe. Or you can watch the Stanley Cup playoff. You can watch the D-backs on TV there. It's a great place to catch a ball game. It's a great place to eat and just hang out and catch all the vibes. Four Peaks, got to be 21 years or older. Follow them on Instagram at Four Peaks Brew or Four Peaks Pub. And keep up with the latest on Arizona's hometown brewery. Got to be 21 years or older. Four Peaks, drink it responsibly. We were joking around before the show, like how many of these rookies are already entering the top two in terms of the depth chart? And I, I joke with Bo, I'm like, is that you know, a signal that the roster may not be very good? Or is this rookie class good? We're going to find out this fall. But one rookie kind of battle to watch, of course, is Paris Johnson Jr., who's been starting at right tackle the duration of the offseason, Bo Brock. Every single rookie minicamp now into OTAs with the big boys, he's been playing the right side. He hasn't been screwing around at guard, which, by the way, I'm an advocate for. I absolutely love. And then now we've seen a rotation. Well, Josh Jones was playing left tackle. This yeah. week, though, we got the return of the big boys, the two vets. Kelvin Beecham was back. And you mentioned DJ Humphreys was back today. And everybody, I get it. Everybody loves DJ. He's got a great smile. He's great with the media. He hasn't been great on the field, though. He hasn't been healthy. I just got done knocking Rondell Moore. I'd be remiss if I said, hey, DJ Humphreys, you've missed time each of the last two weeks. What'd you get a sense from DJ, the big man today, number 74? And where's he going to play this fall? And what does that mean for Paris Johnson? Yeah, I, you get the sense that DJ Humphreys, they've been keeping that left tackle spot, you know, warm for him with Josh Jones, who's probably going to be their main swing tackle. But you really get the sense that, 
maybe the right side of that offensive line is already locked in. It, it really seems like it's going to be Paris Johnson Jr. Uh, at the right tackle spot, Calvin Beecham potentially backing him up, and then you've got Will Hernandez uh, back at his right guard spot. And, uh, you know, I think that you, you've been pounding the table for that, and it really seems like that's something that they're going to go at least towards training camp with the with an eye set towards you know Beecham has been back for the last two days uh is it is it something that w- he can you know win his way back into the starting lineup but I think maybe the team wants Paris Johnson to outright win this game and we talked to DJ Humphreys you know we said what were your what would have been your first takeaways about Paris Johnson Jr. and he's he, he you know he's he's funny so he says he's not like a young hump you know where DJ Humphrey's nickname was knee deep because that's how far the uh, coaching staff had to get their foot up his ass to so get great. a point across you know he, like, all timer this guy is somebody that that's it's hungry to learn that's that's already you know always tapping into the veterans on this staff and DJ is great because he obliges right he he's a perfect mentor he wants to help uh, he's also confident, like DJ Humphreys has pointed out. Now, they haven't used top picks on tackles, but they have drafted tackles since they drafted DJ Humphreys back in 2015, and nobody has really vied for his spot. So I think that he feels like, you know, as long as he can get on the field and he's more confident after he avoided surgery on a slip disc and, and everything, and the disc is back where it needs to be, and he's feeling good. Uh, that he's going to retain his spot. And, you know, I don't think that's a bad bad thing. You've got two first-rounders as your bookends, as your tackles. And, yeah. and look, and that's that's a good place to be for any any offensive line. Yeah, I'm still of the mindset. This is Humphreys last year with the team. He's got all of his guaranteed money pushed to this year. Now, that could change. If he has a great year, plays all 17 games, maybe they franchise him. But are they going to reinvest in DJ after he's 30 years old? We'll, we'll, we'll see about that. Um, but here's what I don't need to double check on. So Paris Johnson Jr., I, I would I would agree with Bo Brock. He's the opposite of what DJ Humphreys was coming out of Florida. Remember when they said coming out of Florida, DJ Humphreys never took a two-point stance at Florida. Every, or, or he was never in a three-point stance. I'm sorry. He was always in a two-point stance. So they basically had to strip it down and start from scratch with him. I remember being at a Rams game his rookie year, the year he was inactive for like every game. Every game, yeah. And I, I we got there early. He's out on the field. Who's I can't remember who the offensive line coach was during the the Bruce Arians year. I don't think it was Leftwich, but someone have to remind me in the chat. He and Arians were working out Humphreys like he was a prospect on the field before the game. Couldn't couldn't dress, but they worked him out yeah. every every game before the game in like sweats. So he had to come a long way. Paris Johnson Jr. and I know he just got to the team. He is a plug and play ready NFL starting tackle tomorrow. Today, yesterday, it doesn't matter, especially for a team whereas the expectations in 2015, the Cardinals were going to NFC Championship games. They could afford to redshirt DJ Humphreys. Paris Johnson Jr., Bo, yeah, he's going to have his struggles this year, but what do the Cardinals want to do well this year? They want to run the football. And as you mentioned before, that's Paris Johnson Jr.'s bread and butter. They did that Mm -hmm. at Ohio State at at a high level. He had a mobile quarterback in C.J. Stroud. So I looked up PFF grades that aren't the end-all be-all. But Kelvin Beecham, if you look at his PFF grades last year, he had a really nice year, 70 mm-hmm. overall, 70.6. But you do a deep dive. We've got the you know the premium membership, no no, uh, no big deal. Uh, his <laughs> pass blocking was over 70. He was a great pass blocker for the Cardinals. He only gave up five sacks on the year. His run blocking, though, was a 59. 
his physicality as a run blocker just isn't there anymore. Mm-hmm. So if the Cardinals are thinking about, well, this kid, Paris Johnson Jr. might come and be an immediate impact run defense, run blocker. He may not be an impact pass protector, but he can come out and pave way. We've seen rookies do that. It's what Tristan Wirfs did that first year in Tampa. And everybody's like, oh man, this kid can really play. I think we're trending toward that direction. Is Kelvin Beecham a better tackle right now than Paris Johnson Jr.? Probably in terms of experience. He's seen everything, but from an athleticism standpoint and the investment you made on Paris Johnson Jr., six overall, you yeah. have to play him. You have to play him. You have to. Yeah, you know, Zayvon Collins is kind of like uh, an antidote from his rookie season. You know, it's easier to pick up uh, this new defense and, and scheme and philosophy now that he's been there and he just has been on the field and, and understands like when he's playing linebacker and he's got, you know, three offensive linemen looking at him, it, it's probably because you know, they they know that he's going to come off in, in blitz or that he, he picks up on, on tendencies that rookies usually are just trying to keep their head above water and, and just figure out what their single assignment is and, and kind of have blinders on with, with a narrow focus on that and not have yeah. it, you know, see, see everything, right? Where, you know, as a veteran, you have the ability to focus on what you need to focus and then other things too that come into play, other variables and nuances to the game. And, you know, you might lose that with Paris Johnson Jr. right, at, you know, out of the gates. But I think that the, the ceiling is way higher, right? You, you know, obviously you've got the floor with Beach, but the ceiling is, is way, way lower. And, and you, but it's also, you know, what you get from Beach and, and you, and you mentioned it. It's, it's a strength of pass blocking for a team that wants to run the football. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he's a little, he'll probably be way more, um, discipline and, and you'll probably see more uh, laundry on the field potentially with, with a Paris Johnson jr. Than, than uh, a beach, but you know, it's, it, you have a chance to work. DJ Humphreys. I think he was penalized like five times last year. He had allowed, and he let us know this today, zero sacks last year. He didn't give up a single sack. That's fine. You got, you got Paris Johnson jr. I mean, that's a good, those are good starting blocks to, to, to an offensive line and, well, and for a first season. Well, what I won't argue with people is, well, if you don't play Paris Johnson at guard, you're not going to get your best five offensive linemen on the field at the same time. I agree with that. And I think that's a fair criticism. People want to put Paris at guard because he might be better than anybody else at that position outside of Will Hernandez. That's a fair yeah. assessment. But I, I'm thinking I, I'm thinking about this year and beyond this year. Uh, who's, by the way, so if I, Jalen Blair is asking, Where's Beach been playing the last two days? I'm guessing yeah. right right tackle behind Paris Johnson Jr. So who's then playing guard next to uh, Paris Johnson Jr. on the right side, Bo Brock? So this is this is what I've been seeing. It's it's been a pretty steady dose of Paris Johnson Jr. Will Hernandez, right? That's it. It really feels okay. like that's the right side of your line with okay. a Froll Holt at center. Looks like John Gaines the second is probably second on the depth chart as far as center goes, with yeah. ability to put to bump out to guard if he wanted to. Uh, but it feels like it's Paris Johnson Jr. Beach, uh, you know, slowly has worked himself back after taking some of these. OT- he hasn't been available for OTAs most of the offseason for different. You know, we don't know why, but maybe just picking and choosing which of the voluntary days he wants to participate in. And yeah. then the left side, it feels like it's DJ Humphreys, Josh Jones. And then you, you've got like kind of a hodgepodge as far as 
who's going to play left guard. Is it going to be a Dennis Daly? Is it going to be Elijah Wilkinson? It's it's they're they're you know hopefully a Marquise Hayes is going to be mixed into that. You know, Lasita Smith. It that left guard really seems to be the position where they're going. It's going to be a true competition, and then you got Froholt at the at the middle of that thing at center. So you don't, that you don't get the sense be, Gaines is in the mix for left guard maybe, right now. Maybe, and yeah. you know, I saw Froholt play a little guard too. Like they were mixing it up, and they had Gaines at center. And I think that you know, the, the last couple of days they have gotten more. Uh, let you know, they moved around a bunch of guys. It was interesting to see Froholt move out there, but. Uh, as far as like right now, and it's guys wearing shorts and you can take it with a grain of salt, but it, it also probably is where they, they view things starting in training camp as right now. Just feels like that one of those guard positions is going to be filled maybe next year in the NFL draft. You think about day two, all those picks, they'd love to be able to have, you know, a plug and play into your offensive line. I think that'd be aces. Speaking of aces, let me tell you about our friends at pins and aces. Pins and Aces is the official golf apparel partner of our friends PHNX and All City. Check out Big Drive Energy wherever you get your podcasts. I love my Pins and Aces poll. I told you it's peacocking when I go out. I get a ton of compliments. I don't golf a lot, but I wear it and I get complimented on it. It's got breathable material. They're a family-owned and an apparel golf business. That is Pins and Aces. They make polos, as I mentioned. They've got hats, golf bags, and then they even have this bow, this beer sleeve that you can put seven beers right inside your golf bag keep it cold the entire round that you have if you want to find out more i recommend checking out pinsandaces.com as soon as you can use that promo code phnx we're going to give you 15 percent off your first order a lot of stuff goes out quick because of how popular their gear is but it does restock so if there's something that you like they don't have your size click that notification i've been helped by that more than a few times but you got to go www.pinsandaces.com if you trust anything I tell you today, it's this, that Omaha Steaks has made two dubs for me. Not one, but two wins uh, as husband, father of the year uh, here in June because I, I bought the, uh, the package where I got some fillets, I got some pork chops. My wife was telling me all day yesterday how much she does not like pork chops. I said, just hold what? on, let me... Let me show you what type of pork chops I'm going to fire up after the show yesterday. Yeah. I, I get home. I didn't even marinate these things. I just threw a little salt, pepper, a little garlic powder on there, and nice. then made this honey glazed pork chop. And she's sitting there, and you know, from first bite to last bite, she's talking about how delicious these pork chops are. She's not a pork chop gal. She was mm-hmm. in on these Omaha steaks, pork chops. She, of course, was in on the the. the Filet medallions, those were unreal. Those went on the steak, came off the went on the grill, came off the grill. They were spectacular. Right now, Omaha Steaks has a great deal for all the dads out there. How about dad's favorite gift package? Just nine nine, $99.99, just under a hundred bucks. Save 60% off dad's favorite grill package. You'll get bacon wrapped fillets air chilled boneless chicken breast those pork chops i was telling you about jumbo franks you get from scratch caramel apple tartlets and the omaha steaks seasoning plus eight free omaha steak burgers that's all for 99.99 you got to get the best steak of your life guaranteed with omaha steaks don't wait go to omahasteaks.com insert this code Okay, because we're competitive. We want to beat the other show's ass. Yes, PHNX Cardinals. PHNX Cardinals. 
Use that code and you will get dad's favorite gift package for Father's Day for $99.99. It's unbelievable. You're not going to regret it. Even if you're out there on like a Weber grill or you're doing it on like a just pan frying or pan grilling in, in your in your kitchen, it's going to taste delicious. Omaha steaks, it's unreal. I'm two for two. Can't wait to continue to explore the box that I bought. Uh, Bo Brock crushing it on Twitter with all of his content, our content from PHNX Cardinals. If you want even more exclusive content, go phnx.com, become a diehard, yep. join our exclusive member Discord. Bo's been putting in some sweet, sweet nuggets on the Cardinal Discord that you can only find at Go PHNX, the diehard Discord for the Arizona Cardinals. He's at practice every day. We text. There's stuff that we can't share, but he can share in the Discord with all of you. Become a diehard, cop a free hat and or shirt every single year you're a diehard. So you, you do a one-time diehard fee for the entire year. You get every article at gophnx.com. You get a piece of clothing, uh, either a hat or shirt for every year you're a diehard. This is not a one-off. This is indefinite. And join the Discord. Get percentages off for PHNX everything at the Merchandise Locker. You get money off at events. Everything that you want as we gear up for football season one-stop shop, gophnx.com, including the fabulous work of the PHNX Cardinals beat reporter, Howard Balzer. Use that promo code, Howard, H-O-W-A-R-D. Any more OTAs on tap the rest of this week, Bo Brock? No, nope, uh, I believe practice is closed tomorrow. Uh, mandatory minicamp, though. It's going to be open all week uh, for the three days next week, and the uh, return of Buda Baker is expected, as he told Man Cam Cox. Uh, so mandatory mini camp next week. Um, and then I'll give you this little nugget and, and we shared this in the discord. And if you're a diehard, you saw it, but, uh, there was a beautiful play today, um, where it was Clayton tune running, uh, quarterback Ooh. takes the snap from under center drops back. And, you know, we've seen the video of Michael Wilson running routes, right. And he kind of goes, uh, from you know the the right hash you know across the field and he's catching the ball by the sideline but this ball was a just absolute rope over the middle of the field that Michael Wilson went up and pulled down it was just beautiful to see the tune Wilson connection I'm already Woo! here for it I love it I I love it and I think tune is going to still give be given a ton of opportunities to 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 win a backup role on this team if you don't think there's favoritism with these with these draft picks of Austin Ford, you are outside your damn mind. Yeah. Brock telling us earlier today, Clayton Toon, number two quarterback right now for this team behind Colt McCoy. Uh, and we watched David Blau play good football last year, Bo Brock. And you've got Jonathan Gaines potentially leapfrogging multiple draft picks last year. I, I just, this rookie class, we're going to find a lot about this rookie class in 2023. And you should for a team that is going to, you know, have some tough Sundays potentially. I want to see Michael Wilson get 60, 70% of the reps offensively. I want to see Jonathan Gaines start games. I, that's why I want Paris Johnson Jr. as this team's right tackle for 2023 and beyond. We want to be your podcast of the future today and beyond. Like this video. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. PHNX Sports on the old YouTube. He's Bo Brock. I'm Johnny Venerable. We are back manana on a Thursday. Have a good night, everybody.